Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. You go to the downtown July 2nd. It feels like it's December 25th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have Santa's workshop. Then you have uh, the North Pole, which is your little uh, pub bar. Then you have. Or could uh, it be a strip club? Mm -hmm. Give it up for a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) She said over and over, kill him. Wow. Kill him. Mm -hmm. You got uh, King. Mm -hmm. Round. Puss in boots. Finger up my butt. Mm -hmm. What about my penis? Who wants to hear about my peen? (laughs) Kill him. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light. My name's Dan O'Toole, and I support this ad. Dance. There you go. Dance. There we go. Doesn't feel like a podcast unless we do that. Yeah, it's it's a different podcast this week because we're on our TV set right now speaking to you. Yeah, we're, uh, we're in what producer Tim has referred to as Tim's Lounge. We didn't realize it was called Tim's. Hey, we don't do that anymore. We don't crack open our... Yeah. I need this. We're both... Uh, we flew right into the studio. The Air Canada landed it in Scarborough for me. And you just, boom, you came right in. Now, I got in a little earlier than you. You, you took came. the red eye? So, we should explain. We were in uh, L.A. for a uh, wedding over the weekend. Not yeah. our own. Uh, Dan and I got married. Uh, legal in the state of California. And then we consummated that marriage. Uh, each of us uh, switching off top and bottom. Why not, eh? Okay. We went to Bernie Kim, who's been on this podcast. He was on our podcast at Super Bowl and then also back at Fox. You may remember Bernie came on with us at Super Bowl and introduced a really popular segment, Bernie Kim's Fever Dreams. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because since then we've been gotten requests to bring Bernie back to do that. So maybe... Now that Bernie's married, I imagine he'll have a lot of fever dreams. Uh, so we should have him back on for sure. Bernie brought out the big guns. He had Troy Aikman and Joe Buck start the wedding on video. You know you've made it in Hollywood. Like had the Troy Aikman and Joe Buck And it was good. And it was a, a star-studded affair. You were there. I was there. Uh, Mike Botticello was there. Mike, Mike Bot- Botticello. He was in the wedding party. Sexy Mike was in the wedding party. Um, and apparently, I was disappointed because Bernie told me that at the rehearsal dinner on Friday night that Mike Botticello gave a speech. Oh, no. Uh, that was described in one word, crickets. Crickets. <laughs> uh, I was excited because I thought we were going to get a reenactment of that speech at the wedding, but he did. He was not allowed to speak at the actual ceremony. Um Buffet off the delicious, charts. Delicious food. Yummy food. Uh, lots of different types of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, of, a lot of different food at the buffet. <laughs> but it wasn't like your typical like roast beef yeah. dried out to Yeah, there was a, it was very California. Lots of different stuff. There were California rolls, for God's sake. It was great. I loved it. But then I was hungry two hours later. I was really hungry, and then we we went to Spago after. It was How'd a very that go? L.A. thing to do. Oh, fantastic! So good. That's producer Tim's favorite restaurant in the world. He's hmm. always there, hanging out with Wolfgang Puck. I don't think I've ever been to that one. Uh, all in all, great wedding. Forgot to drop off my card though. Oh, just mail it. I guess so. Just send that bad boy in the mail. I yeah. tried to make the. Uh, it's politically incorrect to call it the Irish exit. I tried to get I'm, out of there. Yeah, you're fine. And uh, and then I realized I hadn't dropped off my card, so then I went back in, and everyone was uh, like, where are you going? I was like, damn it. <laughs> where 
Where do I leave this thing? Where's the box? But the box a, should be very clear. How? So this is a, the interesting part about the wedding. There was a venue change mid-evening. So let's discuss this. Have you ever been to a wedding like this in no. your life? I've been to a wedding where you go to a, a church for the ceremony, then you go somewhere for dinner, then you go somewhere for the reception. Yeah. Been to, I've been there. Every but I've never I've, been to Dan's going to blow his nose. But I've never been. Let's hear it. No, I'm just, oh, it's just a little drippy. So, but this is unprecedented. So the, the ceremony and the reception was in one venue, really cool venue. It's like a studio venue mm-hmm. in Culver City till 1030. And then at 1030 p.m., venue change to a separate bar where Bernie performed. He did? See, I didn't I, make it to the second location. Neither did I. I'm just assuming. I was jet lag. I'm old. Yeah. No, I... I want. I was hungry. I wanted to go to Spago. If Bernie hears this, he's going to be so upset at me because you just jetted and I went to Spago. But he, um, yeah, I'd never seen that before because we were concerned you were going to lose a lot of people in that 10:30 venue switch. I wonder if they did. We should have called uh, Botticello. Found out. No thanks. Uh, but uh, quite the entrance. So when they introduced the couple at the uh, the dinner, Bernie came in. He's a big Ravens fan. Huge Ravens. He did Ray Rice's big uh, celebration thing. He did. He did. The entrance. It was pretty impressive. And uh, as my girlfriend Erin said, she goes, yeah, Carol, I guess she's just all in. Oh, yeah. She's watching football on Sundays now. And Carol, shout out to Carol. Super, super sweet. Super nice. So, yeah, it was a great weekend. We had a lot of fun. And Um, can I say, we've discussed this before. Oh, here we go. Something's got tools. No, no. Complete opposite. Air Canada, you're doing a great job. People shit on Air Canada all the time. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Air Canada's fine. People are like, Air Canada. But you're spoilt. Is it spoiled or spoilt with a T for choice in America? There's so many airlines and there's so many ones. Oh, yeah. There's so many shitty airlines. Started. I myself actually had to fly American back today. Ooh, how'd that go? Well, it was a WestJet flight, but operated by American. Actually, it was pretty good. For American, it was pretty good. WestJet. Hey, you guys are doing pretty good, too. Yeah, WestJet's doing great. Our airlines are fine. Ward Air, I take them all the time. Canada. Our airlines are fine. Canadian. Remember Canadian Airlines? Did that become WestJet? No, Canadian melded into Air Canada. Did it? Yeah, they kind of swallowed them up. Okay. And what Ward didn't Air, happen to Ward Air? They're just, just gone? Done. Donezo. Because they were having like seven course dinners on their flights. They're like, this will never end. <laughs> the American flight today, I go to board it, and the lady on the PA is like, uh, okay, uh, we don't have beverage service uh, on the plane or snacks, so we have some snacks and beverages here for you at the gate. So everyone Ooh. just take one, but don't take more than one. So then people are going up and taking like two Kit Kats, and the lady was like, only one! <laughs> we don't have enough food! Is that what it's come to? How long has the airline industry been around? For a while, right? Since the right breath. Can we not figure out the board? As we were, we were watching the mayhem, as people were waiting to board and everyone trying to get in there because they want on the plane. Wait, we're all going, they're waiting for everyone, everyone to get on. A, no, but it's because of the overhead luggage. Yes. That's what it is. Can they not just have a big light that says, hey, zone one, ding, 
Just have a light. But and a even big arrow. if they did that, people would still. Everyone is so desperate. No, because these people to go get up. their two giant overhead bags stuffed in there. Because they start zone one, and then guy in zone every time they're like, and they have to make the announcement because the guy comes up in zone ten trying to get in zone one. They're like, zone one <laughs> only, and the guy's like, what me? Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, I don't speak English. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what one is from ten. Uh, flight stories. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a great weekend. Nice weather in uh, L.A. No, no, it was nice. Well, yeah, see, now you're now you're spoiled. Now you want it to be like 35 every day. Yeah, my uh, feelings. I was walking of- around in a T-shirt yesterday. What more do you want in November? I was wearing the same jacket I was wearing in Canada. You've got you changed. You've gotten soft. It was like balmy yesterday. Yeah. I had a sweater on. I was like, it's too hot. <laughs> Were we in the same city? Yes. The same part of the same city. I think you were. And you're like sniffling? What happened to you? You're falling apart. I don't know. I'm back, though. <sighs> Excited? Nose. It's going to be a good show. Uh, good Sports Center with Jay and Dan on Monday night. Uh, we can't have any guests on this podcast because, once again, we're in a different studio. Christoph's not even here. No, Christoph's not here. He's going to ha- hang out later. But we do have a guest, Dan. This is exciting. Um, we have our friend... And colleague and buddy, Danny Wright. Danny Wright is our social media guru, and he's here with us. And have you already started shooting this for Instagram Live? We're live? We'll just get the followers up here. We'll have some questions come through. Okay, okay. so Danny is, is shooting us, sh- shooting the podcast on Instagram Live. Very behind the curtain. Right? Very meta. Pull, very meta. Pulling the curtain by Mark Jackson. He'll be on the podcast later. He's... Uh, our technical director on the show, not good at his job, not capable, <laughs> uh, but certainly the best we have. Hey, hey, I saw that Captain Underpants, pretty good flick. So that's what you chose out of all the entertainment. You thought Captain Underpants. Yeah, and then I saw Baby Driver, pretty good. That's not bad. You know who's good in that? John Hamm. You know who's also in it? Kevin Spacey. Oh, I know, as soon as he came on the screen, I was like a cat. <sighs> Oh, not good. Not good, Spacey. Not good at all. So what he happens? Good in it, he must have like movies in production and stuff. There's one that they're replacing him in. Correct? Yes, uh, a movie about uh, William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, and and he was not the not the director Ridley Scott's first choice to play. It is William Randolph Hearst he plays, right? And. Oh, it's J.P. Getty. It's John Paul Getty. So he plays John Paul Getty. Oh, the guy who like started all the Getty museums? Right, exactly. The Getty Center. He's the like Getty, Getty Oil? Getty Oil tycoon? That's right, exactly. And his daughter was kidnapped. Is that That's sort of the premise of the film, right? It's like based on that Son point of his kidnapped. life. Son was kidnapped. Boy, we really have the details of this <laughs> J.P. Getty movie. We're practically Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel up here. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the Ridley Scott's first choice was... Canadian legend Christopher Plummer, but the studio said, no, we want a big name, we want Spacey, so Spacey does it, and now the studio is going to replace him. And it's coming out December 22nd. They better get shooting. They better shoot that thing now. They should get Danny Wright, our social media guy, to shoot it. He'd have it done in 10 minutes. I wonder if you'll, the, the scene is like it's going to be out of a comedy. <laughs> like they're in a busy street and they, <laughs> they cut to the Kevin Spacey replacement and he's like in front of a green screen. Right, exactly. Yeah, stop that. Yeah. Leave that alone. And he's facing like the wrong way. <laughs> continuity. They don't have any money for continuity. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, yeah, but Baby Driver was pretty good. The best, I will say though, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. The best scene was the opening credits, where he's walking around getting the coffees. That yeah, was amazing. A lot of a lot of music, a lot of driving. Yeah, John Hamm was a good villain. I thought. I guess he was a villain. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Oh, it's a good not flight. Not in on hand. Good flight movie. Well, you get your Jamie Fix, Jamie Fix, Jamie Fox Fix. Yeah, you get your Fox Fix. He was fantastic. I like that it. guy. Yeah, I like him too. He's talented. We should invite him on the podcast. Would he ever? I was thinking that. I'm like, what if we sent out an invite to Jamie Fox? Say, hey, come on the J and Dan podcast. Would anyone respond to that? Here's what I want. And who do you send it to? Well, here's what I want to ask our social media followers to do. I'm glad you brought this up, Dan, because I've felt the same way about Jamie Fox for years. He would be a great get for us. So, if our social media followers could reach out to Jamie Fox. Uh, I assume his Twitter handle is at Jamie Fox. <laughs> and ask him if he would come on to the Jay and Dan podcast. We'd love to have him on, talk about his career, uh, all the amazing things he's done, comedy, drama, he's won an Oscar. And I have some questions about his, his uh, role in Annie. Uh, he did a great job, but they did not do a few numbers that I really like from the original Annie. I want to ask him about I that. why. Did they do different numbers? Did they do, like, updated numbers? There were some updated ones, and then they left some out. Like they didn't do Dumb Dog. Dumb oh. Dog. Why? Maybe the SPCA was all over their ass. Smart Dog. Smart Dog. <laughs> Fetching things, eating well, sleeping through the night. Smart little pooch. Happy to have you. Never, ever loved a dog more. Um, I don't know. Is this a politically correct question? Are there orphanages still? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I think there has to be. They're orphans. Where are they going to go? Like, hang out? In hotels? So that's a question for, uh, you can... Are there orphanages still? Uh, that's a question for... Well, I haven't seen... There's media. not in Canada. There's the, like, It's not like... Yes, for the sure. The Toronto orphanage. Well, they're not like downtown and prime real estate. Like, it's not next to like, like uh, the Four Seasons. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think there are any. Maybe you should go. Uh, <laughs> I think they closed them all down. One. Shut it down. Where did the orphans go? There are stewardesses and stewards on Air Canada. <laughs> okay, Danny, do we have any questions from our uh, Instagram Live experiment that is going swimmingly? Well, there's some people that want to know if Dan's an orphan. Yeah, that's a great question. Are you an orphan? No, as far as I know. Well. I think so. What would you do? Now, what would be your reaction? This is interesting. No, actually, I know for a fact I'm not. I was on the uh, front page of the paper when I was born. Front page? It was a slow news day, and my dad, right. was, my dad was running for office. So they said, Mike O'Toole takes a break from his busy schedule to welcome his new son. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he couldn't have adopted you. I guess and in fact, it lends, lends you to believe that it's more likely that you were adopted because he was too busy running a massive political campaign <laughs> To father you. <laughs> he didn't have the time, the energy. So we'll, we'll uh, try to find that. Well, well, Peter no, well this is my question for you. What would you do? And this is a serious question. I'm not goofing around. If Sandra O'Toole came to you and said, Dan, big news. We found you in a dumpster. <laughs> It'd explain a lot. <laughs> a lot. The life's mysteries would all be solved right there. That was a dumpster, baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it wouldn't change that much, right? No. 
Then I go find my real dad, who's like Daddy Warbucks. Oh, you! Nothing would make you happier. <laughs> I'm like so long, family. Yeah, see ya, Sandra. It's been nice, but you'll still keep in touch. <laughs> you. <laughs> you can't. Say, oh, I can't wait till my mom hears this, and you're gonna get oh, talking yeah, to. Oh yeah, she gets mad at me when I swear and curse. Darn it. Any <laughs> other questions, Danny? Uh, who would win in a push-up contest? Phil Kessel or producer Tim? <laughs> Great question. In a, come on, Phil Kessel's an NHL player. And an NHL player. <laughs> yeah, but Tim, I don't know. I think Tim's uh, crushing it pretty hard at the game. <laughs> now that he's been back in the T-Dot at the Brampton 24-Hour Fitness. Now, that's a bad question. Any legit good questions? I'm not sure, though, that... I would like to know how many push-ups Phil Kessel could do. Oh, he's look, you're looking at a good 20 in a row without stopping. <laughs> yeah, Tim, I think he could definitely do 20. Tim, two. If that. Tim, you're listening to this. How many push-ups? Tim? Tim. Tim's chosen to ignore that question. Uh, okay, maybe Danny, he's uh, busy. Question. I asked him to cut something for me for the show. Maybe he's doing that. Yeah, we, we have. No chance he does that. He doesn't know how. Oh, yeah. He can cut all that stuff himself. <laughs> he can't. Tim, mark in, mark out. Tim's got it. Um, when Dan becomes mayor, will he adopt every kid in his town? Oh, that's a great point. If they don't have homes, yes. The, the town will adopt them. So will you then have like a mansion just full of kids? No, they just roam the city and clean it. But where do they sleep at night? The town hall. In the town hall? Yeah. They're going to get a bunch of bunk beds? Yeah, they can Just do whatever. Just in the, in the entrance way? No, they can the, the whole hall. No one ever uses the hall. Sleep. So, like a community center? No, it's like an old, like, old-timey town hall, like with a stage. and they, We can put on musical productions. What happens there right now? Nothing, nothing. They, no one uses it. It's well, a waste. That is a waste. That should be an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you're going to run for mayor, do you have any new uh, exciting platforms? I know you, you maybe expanded a little bit on your Christmas plan, Christmas year-round. Uh, I'm getting uh, my, uh, my community service uh, started up tomorrow. Oh. Meals on yeah. Wheels. Funny you should say that. I got a call from a nice lady named Diane. Yes. And she asked me if I would be a reference for you <laughs> as a Meals on Wheels driver. And what would you say? Horrible driver? I said, no. Probably is going to eat all the food. Drives like a maniac, <laughs> so the food will be all over the car. Uh, no, I, I gave you a glowing review. Wow. But then I, she was like, she was like, would you say he works well with others on a scale of one to five? I'm like, uh, <laughs> zero? <laughs> Well, I don't have to work with anyone. I'm just by myself in the car, chucking food out the window. No, I said, I gave you pretty much all fives. I was, you're like an Uber driver. I gave you all fives. All right. But then I gave you a couple fours for the works well with others. And I think maybe the other one was takes initiative. I thought you'd need a little direction. <laughs> but all in all, I gave that you a That food's going to be tempting, though, because she was telling me about it. She says, it's really good. I'm, it's going to be, I'm going to be sniffing that yeah, in the car. So I'm having a bite out of everything. <laughs> So everyone gets their meal, and it's got, like, the potatoes have a few nibbles out of them. The carrots, half of them are gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a good, if this is a good... I, like, I love that you're doing this, though. This is fantastic. And this seems like a good thing for you to continue to build goodwill for the citizens. Well, you know morning. why? Because seniors, they vote. So yes, when it comes yes, voting that's time. that's right. 
And then you got the kids because you're going to adopt them. Yeah. So what do you do about the, the folks in the middle, that core <laughs> group of folks right in the middle, maybe from 20 to 60? We, uh, once a week, replace uh, all the water and the pipes in the city, beer. Love that. Just get everyone bombed. People are like, this is the best, the greatest <laughs> thing. They turn on their tap and then you got to... Ice cold Coors Light. I know you're getting into drinking. So, hey, Coors Light, if you want on there board. There you go. That's a good campaign. This is Coors Light country. Yeah. Coors Light Christmas Town. How about that? And that's their slogan. And you, you can win a trip to Coors Light Christmas Town. Maybe I can drop off uh, Coors Light with the Meals on Wheels. Do you think Six I'm going to get fired down from Coors Light because we're talking about or by Meals on Wheels because we're talking about it? Uh, get fired? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you got fired from being a <laughs> Meals on Wheels driver, I almost think you just have to give up on everything. Because that would be maybe the most embarrassing thing to happen to any human ever. So let's just check the list. Uh, Mary said you uh, ate half her meal. You tried to feed her beer. Uh, like that's like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, getting fired as a Meals on Wheels driver. And but if I I've gotten late, I start like chucking things out the window. I think you're capable of it. I like, think you like could do the, it. Uh, how they deliver newspapers. I'm just like, yeah. I gotta, hey guys, well, I got a schedule. Yeah, I'm late. Here's your meal. You just hurl it right at the window. <laughs> just gravy, turkey, splattered on the window. People are running out, grabbing meat off the window. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. So cut to someone pulls into this town for the first time. There's orphan children just running around. Running around, cleaning the place, sleeping in there's the food. Hall. There's food everywhere because it's been tossed over. All over. And people walk around bomb because they've been drinking Coors Light there, out of their taps. Coors Light flowing in the drains and the sewers. Um, and people have to have showers in the Coors Light because they don't have water for the and day. And then meanwhile, there's like a drunken, half-naked Santa wandering the streets because <laughs> it's Christmas year-round. Tell me you wouldn't want to pull into that town. Seems like a fun town to hang out in. I won't question that. Seems like a reality show waiting to happen. See, that's how you get your attention for the town. You turn the whole town into one big reality show. Ah, people don't want that. Why not? Reality shows. They're done, right? No way. The Kardashians, you start a new empire. You spin it off. It's you. It's your orphan friends. It's your <laughs> Meals on Wheels buddies. They've all got shows on CTV, too. Uh, Danny, do you have any more questions for us? got a hi from Ben Teller. He found his way out. <laughs> <laughs> ben Teller said hi. Hey, we got producer Tim. Tim is on? Dan can't even operate a computer, but he's questioning whether I can edit. Oh, boom! Oh, wow. Oh, no, he didn't. I know how to operate a computer just fine. I mean... Maybe I play it brilliantly because I don't have... Oh, I don't, I'm not even going to say what I don't have on my phone because I don't want it on my phone. It has to do with work. <laughs> An email. <laughs> I do have a computer issue, though. Yeah, so, you can't get Google Chrome on your computer. So for some reason, Internet Explorer, like, you can't get anything now. You can't watch any videos. Like, it's... But Tim explained it to you, and he told you what to do, but you didn't do it. No, I did. I emailed... So someone has to approve Google Chrome going onto my computer. They have not yet approved it, and that was a month ago. Are you sure they got that request for yes, approval? Yes, I saw the request go in. <laughs> this, and this is a technology company. Why does someone have to approve a search engine? I don't, 
Just, they, just block us from looking at the porn. They, yeah, like it's Google Chrome. I'm searching sports. Yeah, we gotta look for things. That's how I put in sports. I gotta look up pictures of Richard Grieco and Booker for over the shoulders for the show. I gotta get access to this stuff. Hmm. Oh, it's very stressful. Uh, ben Teller, uh, we miss him. He wanted to grab drinks with us on Sunday, Tools. He was pretty upset that you weren't available. I was out having cocktails. I uh, mentioned recently I got on the Caesar train. Yeah, I was just going to mention that to you. So I had a Bloody Mary, so that's America's version. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice much of a difference. No, well, again, once you had the, the Worcestershire and the, and the, the, the pepper and the but, and uh, Tabasco, and you had all that, and it kind of masks the... They didn't put the stuff around the edge of the The rimmer? They didn't, they didn't rim her up. You didn't give it a little rim? No. No rim job? No rim. I like a good rim job. So, uh, yeah. Bloody Mary. <laughs> and I asked the guy, he thought it was a setup for a joke. I said, you know what uh, Bloody Mary's called in Canada? He said, no, what? I said, Caesar. He goes, ah, I thought that was a setup for a joke. <laughs> Like, That's not a good punchline. No, I was just telling you. He goes, it sounds like a joke. I'm like, but it's not. I, but it sounds like the start of a joke. Like, can this end? Yeah, you didn't want to talk to that guy that long. <laughs> um, I sent out a picture of you and me and, and Sexy Mike and Bernie yep. on my Instagram page. And someone made a hilarious comment about you, and it was very true. Danny, I don't know if you saw this. Sure. Someone said... Your suit looked like one of Steve Harvey's suits. <laughs> I know. I looked at because here's the you can't see this because I'm on video because I didn't have it buttoned up and it was like the one uh, flap of my suit was hanging in front of me, so it looked like I weighed about two fifty. So yeah, I totally agree with that. So great. Yeah, it was so. Great. I did not position myself properly in that photo. It was pretty special. Yeah, it was pretty special. Um, okay, well maybe one more question. And we'll uh, and then we got to do a TV show. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. We got to uh, talk about Timu Solani. We got to talk about Paul Correa, Dave Anderson, Anderson. You know, Mark Recchi. Mark Recchi played twenty-two years. It's crazy. Anderson played almost. A, he played like sixteen hundred and some odd games. Paul it's cool Correa. To see those guys. Paul Correa, games played and point total exact same. Amazing. Solani, Solani amazing. Daniel Goyat went in as well. Who went in as the builder? Uh, Bob. Bob the Builder. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and in the Builder category, <laughs> Bob the Builder. Welcome to the hot. Uh, you've got a young one. Is Bob the Builder still around? Are they still punching those out? I? I, think Bob- I assume so, but she's not, she's not into that. Or Bob the Builder go bankrupt? Probably bankrupt. Yeah, probably bankrupt. She's building everything with asbestos. She's, watch- she's just watching YouTube videos. Uh, where people just open up toys. Yes, that's huge. My daughters watch that. Or where they tra- like they taste like gross stuff. Yeah, and it'll be like seven million views. Yes, I know. And then we do quality stuff, and it's yeah. like eight views. Yeah, like what a bunch of bullshit that is. I gotta stop swearing because Christoph's. So this out. Sports Center each night will open something. They're gonna open something <laughs> on Sports Center. Every night. I love that idea. Because they're like, yeah, they open like a new, like, Barbie or something. So let's do that and see what kind of views we get. Like, let's open, maybe not Barbies, but like, you know, cool toys. And we'll just, it'll just be us playing with the toys. Then we're... That smells of desperation a little bit. (laughs) Hey, we're giving them what they want. Uh, Oh, let's take one more question from Danny. I'm really enjoying this Instagram Live thing. All right. 
would you rather do? It's time for Would You Rather. Yes! Okay. Would you rather live with Ben Teller for the rest of your life? Holy man. Or cut off your right arm? Holy okay, so man, the question was, intense. would I live with Ben Teller for the rest of my life? Uh, or, or cut off or one cut of off, your limbs? Cut off one of your limbs. I guess, well, I'll, I'm going to live with Ben. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll live with Ben. <laughs> he can move to Christmas Town. He's in charge of wrangling up the orphans to get them to work. Ben the Orphan Wrangler. You know what? He'd actually be good, with, <laughs> good at that, I think. And funny we've mentioned this. The form, I think I sent you a picture of this. The minor hockey team used to be called the Orphans. The Orphans, that's right. Yes, it's appropriate that Orono becomes Orphan Town again. <laughs> with Ben Teller leading the charge. Man, you talk about, you say reality shows are dead, but a reality show where you're living with Ben Teller, I'm watching that every week. Probably and multiple we, And we open things. Yeah, just open toys together. <laughs> and drink uh, Bloody Marys. And Coors Light from the tap. Yeah, that's right. And Coors Light from the tap. One, we'll take one more. I keep saying we're taking one more. Hey, G-Bone, what's up? Hey, what's up? There's G-Bone, uh, Greg Benetta, one of our uh, star producers on the show. Good guy. Yeah, we got a, a G-Bone on the show. We got a hound dog. We got a producer, Tim. That's it. That's it. Those are the people who Those work are the on only the nicknames. Nobody else works on the show. And then we have a bunch of toys we haven't opened. <laughs> Is oh, there Glenn, a... Glenn, our camera guy, Glenn. He's here. Is there a hot toy this year? Uh, I don't know. You should know, shouldn't you? You've got to buy it for your daughters. I don't have to buy anything. I could just buy... I could just hand her, like, a piece of garbage. She'd be like, yay. <laughs> Literally, like, like, I could take the garbage out of my garbage and just dump it in front of her. Be like, there's your present. Yeah, they... But she has no clue. No. Give, she doesn't know where she at is. At that she age... doesn't know what's going on. Uh, just give one, because it gets lost. It's too much. One good one. Yeah. The gift of or an orphanage, where I'll be sending her to, to live with Ben Teller, her new uncle. Um, okay, one more, Danny. I promise this is the last one. Um, we're wondering about Limey. Oh, yeah. Is Limey alive? I think so. Yeah, that, Limey is alive. Uh, he's a real person. His name is Mark Tessier. And he's a huge Blue Bombers fan, so he's got to be devastated after this past weekend, that West semifinal. Uh, I, I was at uh, brunch there in L.A. I said, can you guys get the... Yeah, I mean, before I finished my sentence, I, I, knew, I, I knew the answer. Yeah, you, you knew you weren't going to get that. That was not getting... You had getting to go down it. to uh, your old stomping ground. Redondo Beach Cafe. Yeah, you would have gotten it there. Yeah. Mm. That's a long way to go. Well, listen, I think this is a blast. Like, I love doing the podcast from here. We'll be back with Christoph next week. But uh, maybe once in a while we come over here and we hang out. What do you think, guys? It was a terrific time. Um, Real fun time. Don't forget, social media followers, to send tweets and uh, Snapchat messages to Jamie Foxx asking him to be a guest on the Jane Van podcast. <laughs> I'm liking our chances, everybody. Um, what was his big hit song? He had a... Single uh, out. Uh, it smells like teen spirit. No, here, I'm going to play a little uh, riff from it. I'll find it. Okay, it was it? called uh, Since You've Been Gone. Nope. That was his song. Uh, Jimmy. I believe it was called. Uh, Fox. Uh, oh, I know. The song. Superman song. <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. You've heard this one. Or maybe you probably well, have. We can't play it, though. It's called Blame It? 
I don't know. I've never heard that song. I guarantee I've never heard it. No one has. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll get the chorus here. I can play that, like, two seconds of it. Has anyone yeah. ever heard of this song? No chance. 28 million views. That's like, uh, you know what? I opened one Barbie package <laughs> and I got 30 million. So that means nothing to me. It came out in 2008. Featured artist T-Pain. You know what we could do? Do they still have, Danny, I don't know why you would know this, but I'm, you're in the room, so I'm asking you. You remember they used to have the uh, action figures that were like the hockey players, the football players yeah. and stuff? Do they still have those? I don't know. I would figure they would. Because if they had those, we could open one of those every night. That would be sports-related, a tie-in to the show, and a way to uh, increase our uh, social media presence. What do you guys Perfect. think? All right, so get ready for toy openings on the next Sports Center with Jay and Dan. Christmas presents. Christmas presents with Jay and Dan. But uh, for now, uh, make sure you watch our television show, Midnight Eastern on TSN. Uh, we loop every morning on TSN's 4 and 5. Yeah, people don't know that yet. Spread the word. Tell your neighbors. Go wake your neighbors up if they're watching some, or if they, if they don't know it. Just wake them up and say, you should be watching this. Yeah, in the morning. Uh, a lot of people like watching us in the morning. We've been hearing from people who say, I wish you guys were on the morning. We are on the, on the morning. <laughs> TSN 4 and 5. So uh, check us out there. And uh, hope you have a wonderful week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. This is yeah. fun. Yeah, that, that. They're going home!
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light. 